This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. So how much did you follow along this week when U.S. President Joe Biden did his State of the Union address? I'm guessing not much. I think you probably saw what most Canadians saw. That is the coverage of him being heckled and, you know, those things that he said, very American in tone. But there were things in that speech that could potentially deeply impact Canada that we are not talking enough about. For instance, one of his big promises promising that, quote, new standards to require all construction materials used in federal infrastructure projects to be made in America. He said, on my watch, American roads, bridges, and American highways are going to be made with American products. Now, that would include things like lumber, glass, drywall, fiber optic cables. These are things that will impact Canadian manufacturers and they are worried about this. So what does this mean for that relationship and to industries here? Joining us now is Peter Clark, trade expert and president of Gray Clark Sheehan Associates Limited. Peter, thanks for joining us. Uh, Good morning, Cindy. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Listen, what did you think when you heard that this week? Uh, Not much surprise. We've been heading in this direction for some time with the Biden administration. Uh, generally in Washington, there's a view that uh, U.S. US funds uh, for, for projects, various procurement projects, should be spent on American manufacturers, processors, contractors. Uh, this is just uh, the latest um, evidence that uh, they're very serious about it. And we are talking a lot of money here, aren't we? Because one, the other thing is they plan on spending a lot of money on these projects. There'll be trillions spent. And so how does Canada make sure that we are not uh, forgotten here? Well, you know, there's, there's, two, there's two types of uh, Buy America. There's the Buy America Act, which requires the um, U.S. government to, to source American products for any contract over their these are direct procurements anything over ten thousand dollars that is sort of covered by the WTO procurement rules um, we don't we can negotiate our way around them the the serious problem is the one you discussed in buy American um, there's going to be more and more spending through federal government funds on these infrastructure projects. And basically, we're presumed to be on the outside unless we can negotiate something on the inside. We did uh, we did that on uh, uh, electric vehicles. We got a we got a basically a better deal. But this is is going to be serious. We haven't seen all the details yet. Right. But what, uh, what kind of industries are we talking about here that could potentially be impacted? Well, they've already got. Uh, uh, serious uh, restrictions on uh, uh, on lumber imports through the uh, the trade measures, the countervailing duties on on lumber. But we're, we can still compete to some extent on lumber. We just be cut out. Uh, steel uh, has been uh, been re, been hampered by these by this legislation for years. It'll just get worse. 
uh, I was always intrigued by the reference to uh, to Wallboard because, you know, while he's doing everything he can to look after his producers of of Gypsum Board, the United States has been dumping into Canada uh, for more than five years, and the federal government is uh, is waiving a large part of the anti-dumping duties that protect uh, Canadian uh, drywall producers in Winnipeg. Um, Edmonton and Surrey. So then, I don't know, what can we do here then? Do we just have to pick our industries and fight for those industries? Well, the uh, the Canadian the Canadian government is used to this. Uh, you know, the, the Buy America Act itself uh, goes back to 1933. And the uh, Buy American provisions, which used to be strictly for surface transportation like railways and roads and bridges are now extended to all kinds of infrastructure and other departments. Um, you have to get your facts straight. You have to know exactly what it's, uh, what's involved and whether or not there's any flexibility in it. Uh, we've got a good team. We've got a great ambassador down in Washington. She does a, she does a good job. She doesn't uh, shy away from a fight. And you've got good people here in uh, in Ottawa looking after it, and uh, they'll they'll dig up and they'll go and they'll argue. The problem is the uh, we haven't got any real rights under well we have rights under the WTO, but you can't enforce them because the United States has crippled the dispute settlement mechanism. Uh, and as for Canada U.S. Mexico agreement, procurement between Canada and the United States is not included. So we are just kind of at the mercy then of what they decide to do. Oh, you don't have we don't have much of a comeback. The only way we can we can deal with these things is uh, if they do something illegal to us, we do something illegal to them. That's what we did on steel uh, when they they imposed twenty five percent tariffs on steel and ten percent on aluminum back in uh, several years ago. Under for their alleged national security concerns, Canada did the same thing to them, and eventually we worked uh, we worked out an agreement. But you know those types of trade wars, nobody wins that type of trade war. I guess we have the impression here, Peter, too, that we just we're not supposed to have these problems with the United States. Like, what happened to free trade between the two countries? Well, the uh, the new the new trade agreement, the uh, the. We called it the COSMA, and the Americans call it the USMCA. Was not really, certainly wasn't better than NAFTA, and we sort of uh, we paid for something uh, the same as we'd already bought and paid for, or less. It's a question of who who has the leverage, and at at the time that we were negotiating with the Americans, they were uh, not only imposing restrictions on steel and on aluminum, but they were threatening to impose restrictions on automobiles, which would have been uh, crippling to the Golden Triangle in uh, Ontario. Right. So this is just something we are going to have to wait and watch and see. Peter, thanks for your time. Oh, you're welcome. That's Peter Clark, who's a trade expert and president of Greg Clark Sheehan Associates Limited, talking about the U.S. State of the Union address this week by President Joe Biden, where he talked about uh, using Buy American rules to make sure that all products used on infrastructure projects in the U.S. are American in nature, and they mean everything. He says, we're going to buy American. Well, what does that mean for us? That's what the big question with that is. There are definitely potential impacts there.